Welcome to the Week in Review. We had a week off last week, but we're back. My name is Michael Crutcher. Jordan McDonald joins me. Jordan, did you watch the Neighbours finale? I watched the first 25 minutes of the 90-minute finale. The most I've ever watched of Neighbours, by the way. What, I had. what, what stopped you after 25 minutes? Um... Shan wasn't too pleased with the quality of it. <laughs> Sorry to offend any Neighbours fans out there, but... Uh, she Has she not watched Neighbours either? No, neither of us have watched it. We grew up, or I at least grew up in a house where we were told it is rot and you're not allowed to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So you were spared. I was spared, apparently. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I didn't know any of the characters. I saw all the nostalgic sort of moments where the, the old cast were returning. Right. Couldn't tell you who they were. Yeah, look, I didn't watch it, but I did watch Neighbours when I was younger only because that was pretty much one of the four or five things you could watch at night. So (laughs) everyone knew who the characters were, but um, no, I didn't watch it and I think the chances of me catching up on it are slim Mm. to maybe none. But anyway, (laughs) Neighbours is gone, but we're still cranking here and it's been a massive week in the social media front, like a, a very interesting week. We talk about social media a fair bit on the mm-hmm. podcast, but this is a week that's worth taking note of. So, Jordan, talk us through what's happened this week. has been a big week. Essentially, we're all living in a TikTok world now, okay? So this week, Meta, which is the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, they've announced a slew of changes for both platforms and the, there's one clear objective to be more like TikTok. That's really interesting. So the, the change will take both of the apps from being defined by you know, friends and family you choose to connect with on uh, within that social space uh, and it'll take it to a place where it features more posts, particularly video, uh, from creators, celebrities or random strangers who go viral. So basically... TikTok has shown Facebook a better way to connect or to engage people than what Facebook has done. Yeah, pretty much. So we, we know when TikTok came uh, came onto the, the social media scene, it, it grew pretty quickly. It's over 1 billion uh, users now too, but it's as if the other social media didn't take it seriously, but now they're sort of like, whoa, okay, now we need to keep up. But Meta's sort of found themselves here for, for, for a few reasons. So... You know, their, their Q2 report came out recently and it was, wasn't great. Um, the platform, uh, or Meta, sorry, featured its uh, first ever year-on-year decline in revenue and then profit declined for the third quarter in a row. Yeah, right. So it's also worth noting too that you know, seven months ago, towards the end of last year in that Q4, Meta also recorded its... Sorry, Facebook also recorded its first ever daily active user decline. Yep. Okay, so... So if if that's happening and if, and if TikTok's going up, for our listeners who don't use TikTok, what is someone seeing on their TikTok feed that is better for them than what you would see on a Facebook feed? What's, what's making it more engaging for them? It's the content. The content on TikTok is what's holding attention. It's what's bringing everyone's eyeballs to it. You know, they use artificial intelligence in their algorithm to find or to serve users on TikTok with extremely 
highly relevant content that um, it's, you know, gathered all this information on. And we spoke last week about how you can sort of see the interest it has on you. Yeah. But it does that so well and it holds that user engagement so well and it's nothing competing in terms of Facebook or Instagram at the moment. I know they've tried Reels because that's similar to to what the the video format is on TikTok, but it's just nowhere near the same at the moment. So Facebook's had the bad quarterly results. What else has happened in the last week that's worth talking about? So what's happened off the back of this report is Meta has announced that there are changes coming to Facebook and Instagram to try and make it more competitive with TikTok. More TikTokian. More TikTokian. That's a good word. We can coin that. Um, so there's some changes coming to Facebook and Instagram. I'll go through them very quick. Uh, I'll just very, yeah. very brief. Uh, so on Facebook, you'll open the app and there'll be two new tabs now, but you'll open up on what's called, will be called the home tab. And that's the tab where you'll, uh, you'll see all the content that's recommended to you from Facebook's algorithm. And that content will be stuff from creators. Or so this is the TikTok feel to it, the home yes, tab. Yes, yes. So it's just going to be yeah. serving you videos yeah. nonstop, nonstop. Um, it reels as well. It'll feature the reels and stories. There's the other tab too, which will be called feeds. And that's where the more original, which we can start to call it Facebook feel, will yeah. live. It'll have all the stuff, all the posts from your family, friends, groups and pages that yeah. you follow. On Instagram... Not as many changes, but just emphasizing video more. So all your videos that will go that you upload to Instagram, they will automatically become reels, provided they're shorter than fifteen minutes in length. And if your profile is public, Instagram may see your video as eligible and then recommend that to other users throughout Instagram. Okay. Okay. So you have the potential to go viral, which right. is again the big appeal to TikTok. It's very easy for just anyone to go viral. Yep. Um, one annoying change, which in the list of changes that stood out to me, um, was that videos in the feed are going to, when you scroll through, are going to play with sound on by default. Oh, wow. Previously, and it still exists now before my app updates, yeah, when you scroll through your video feed, it's on mute. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you have the option, but you're protected in case you're in a public or private setting. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah well, that'll be so different. Yeah, it'll come through loud and clear wherever you are. So what are people thinking about this? Because I remember back to way back when Facebook would just put up on your feed things in chronological order from people you, f- you followed. So that's way, way back. Mm-hmm. Then there's change in the algorithm. We know no one knows exactly what it is, but these changes annoy people when they come in because no one likes change as such. But no. Will they annoy people or have they already annoyed people? I'm not sure if it'll annoy people. I know that the chronological feed is coming back for that feeds tab in Facebook. Oh, really? Which people do like. It's been a long time. I know. Because you can do it on coming. Twitter, but you can't. Yes, that's do it true. On Facebook, and it used yeah. to infuriate me. I like to, you know, stay on top of it yeah. all. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really curious to see how people take Facebook becoming so video heavy. I mean, the videos always worked well on Facebook, um, but to convert it into a video almost only feed and how they're going to find the content, I'm honestly wondering if most of that content is just going to come across from TikTok because that's what happened on Instagram. 
Yeah, true. Yeah, all the time Instagram reels are generally just a repost from a TikTok. Yeah. And they squash your reach if they see the TikTok watermark on the video because yeah. that's what happens. So I don't know how they're going to do it. So in the end, this is all about money. As we're always taught as young journalists, follow the money. The reason they're doing this, as we said, their quarterly uh, earnings have uh, gone backwards for the first time in a decade. So yes, yes. this is obviously about trying to engage people to sell ads and keep them you know, happy. But what are your thoughts on this? Because this has been a big week. I mean, fancy the, the, the biggest social media network in the world going, I need to copy you. <laughs> I think that's fascinating. And I, I th- it speaks to the major threat that TikTok imposes on competing social media platforms. It's a very competitive space and I feel like it's almost levelled everyone now a bit. Um, These changes also, to me, indicate that we could be witnessing the the beginning of the end for social networks. Facebook is a platform that was built on connecting friends and family in one online setting. Uh, And TikTok, it's different because it's more about connecting users too highly relevant content and then their bonus is you know the the engagement there is done through uh, private messages or yeah. comments it's not yeah. so much about establishing a friends list or a network that's right so to be clear social media isn't dead but the concept of a social network i think you know with the just connecting with friends is dying a bit the younger generation also just don't spend time on Facebook. You know, th- that platform in particular has essentially missed an entire generation of young people. Yeah. And that's a really critical demographic uh, who consumes the most social media on a daily yeah. basis. And then one consequence, and I was reading this today, of that would be, and it is, that brands are pulling back advertising on platforms like Facebook and instead looking to TikTok because that's where the most eyes are for the most amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So while it seems pretty grim for Facebook, I don't think we can rule them out just yet though. They are still well and clear the biggest social media platform in the world, but I reckon this certainly ups the stakes for um, Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. Yeah, it does. And that's probably what it is, is the clock is really ticking for Mm. Facebook from the news this week to say you need to get the metaverse sorted out yeah. really soon because mm. these rivals are taking ground off you um, and they're doing to Facebook what it did to the others years ago. Facebook came in and just completely turned it on its head and it was always there to be attacked. It was so big. It was to be attacked by someone who'd do it even better yep. uh, in terms of engagement and obviously that's what's happening at the moment. So... Yeah, I think that clock is ticking. If, if Facebook can be the first to get the metaverse challenge mm-hmm. and get there first, well, that's obviously the next frontier. But until then, they don't have that. There was some really good reading on this this week that you can see. One of the ones that, of course, go to that younger age group and the mm-hmm. TikTok and all that, that, that I guess the generation before was sort of slaves to Facebook is when you'd go to Facebook and there you'd go and you'd put your name in and then you'd find your friends and family, etc. Yeah. Whereas these groups now are getting into the discords, if you like, Discord being a uh, an app where you connect with users yep. and message each other, these types of things where you set up your own little group, you're not yeah. publicly available, it's mm-hmm. your own group and you're making that work for yourself. Yep. So that's, again, another spin off this whole area. It is. That um, is changing so quickly. So I... Look, you know, you're our, our social media expert, so I'm always very much interested in what you say about this stuff because you know this 
this, these platforms so much better than I do, but it's not hard to see from the outside when you strip it all away. It's about money. Yeah. It's about being able to create a platform where you can sell things to people and that's where Facebook is trying, trying now to say people have found a way to engage people better. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's, it's better engagement. And I must say, I'm not on Facebook a whole lot, I must say, but whenever I do go on Facebook, I'm always astounded as to why I see, for instance, so many regular posts from people who I don't really connect with or haven't seen for ages. I'd yeah. love to know that algorithm because it oh, it's, astounds it's, it's me. It's odd. It is really odd. The mix of content in there, it makes no sense anymore. Under, yeah. yeah, It's anyone's guess. And I'll, I will talk to a friend of mine who will tell me something and uh, I'll say, oh, I didn't know about that. And they said, well, I, I put that on Facebook. And then I think, I don't go on it that often, yeah. but I still didn't see it when I was there. But yet I saw a whole bunch of stuff from people I don't really yep. have much in common with, but Facebook tells me obviously that I do. Apparently. So it's their right to be to be overhauled so it is. let's keep an eye on on what happens um with that look we're talking about these modern things jordan you know tiktok and how it's changing before our eyes i want to go back now to handwritten letters handwritten letters <laughs> handwritten letters i can't remember the last time i <laughs> wrote a letter so and i only do that because there was a fascinating piece this week that was done um by bloomberg which looked at the art of the handwritten letter and oh, okay. whether we still uh, do it and okay. uh, how often we do it and how do you clarify whether people are, quantify I should say. So you can look at I guess vinyl records mm-hmm. being the one where people say oh you can see the sales of vinyl records going up. Yes, um, That's happening but now in this world where we have um, so many text messages and emails and they mm. just disappear. Um, where is the place for handwritten letters? So this piece was an excellent piece. Uh, and what it said was um, they looked at the sale of luxury pens. So really nice pens you go and okay. buy. I can't buy them because I'd lose them by the end of the day. Oh, they'd right. be gone. Yeah, hopeless. And they'd reappear like <laughs> two weeks later. Yeah, right, okay. So, but they said there's, there's some evidence that those sales are going okay. And there's also anecdotal evidence that more people are writing letters. And they said now because of the uh, – rise of texts and whatsapps and you know facebook whatever all this stuff Mm. these things disappear they went back and looked at some of the times where the death of the handwritten letter has been written about over a hundred years ago so including go back to 1840 when the adhesive stamp was introduced so you could actually post some mail way back when people actually posted each other letters yeah yeah that's a a long time ago (laughs) and there was a uh a letter written at the time to say that the snobbish and well-to-do people thought that cheap postage would lead to the equivalent cheapening of an art form best left to the professionals. So that is, if you're going to write, leave it to the professionals, don't let it to people. Really? Okay. Anyway, the point I want to make here is that this is a long-winded way for me to make a point, is that talking about handwritten letters is a really good way to remind about the art of stakeholder engagement. Okay. okay. So when, and we do a lot of this work. Yeah, we do. Yeah, so yeah. when you're sitting down saying, okay, we need to engage with stakeholders, here is a communications brief that needs to be given to people. They need to know about this. Mm-hmm. 
what are the ways that you connect? Right. And obviously the ways that people connect these days are you can do a whole bunch of things. You can do a public forum. You can do an email that goes out to everyone. You can do a phone call. All these types of things to yeah. get your message out to different people. One thing that I think this article reminded me of is do not underestimate the value of a handwritten notes. Okay. okay so something just short and sharp that can – and the reason why, and this article says it so well – a handwritten note is a very personal thing. It is. You've taken the time to go and write and people appreciate the time you've gone to write. And as I said, lots of lovers or others keep a uh, box of the handwritten notes. Do they keep a box of texts or emails? No, they don't. So my takeout from that long-winded thing is the value of thinking when you're trying to engage with people that things like handwritten notes are just as important as the wider scope when they're suitable. So, but my question to you is, <laughs> do you have a history of handwritten notes? Because in my era before, you could do a lot of this stuff with computers. Yeah, people wrote a lot of stuff. Oh. What about your generation? Do you ever write to each other with a pen? Mm, not a whole lot. <laughs> Mind you, though, you, I, you asked me this earlier and I was like, God, I'm, I'm not going to have an example in any recent memory, but I actually do have one. I was away in Adelaide on the weekend and uh, Shan was having a, a poor day. So I left a note beside her bed to wake up to in the morning. So I suppose... Oh, there you go. I'm a little, little a writer. Touch. It's a personal touch. and she likes it. She's brought it home and it sits beside her bed now. So you could have sent a text. I could have. But, you but she would have been right beside me in bed. So yeah. why did you chose the handwriting? I think I was up and I know the note for her would have been a surprise. See? You know, and she woke up and saw it and was surprised, but I'd actually forgotten about it too. So it was a surprise to me the next day as well. So this is excellent. But she loved it. She's brought it home and she's kept it. So. See, this is what I'm talking about. Mm. Stakeholder engagement. This is fantastic. <laughs> So I'm very happy to hear that. And you didn't mention it when we discussed this previously either, but now it's come to you now. This I know, is great. I See? know. It's come to me, yeah. The value of something handwritten. Now, if I could handwrite, I'd say to you now, I'd write, have a great weekend. Is there much on this weekend? I'm in Mount Isa this weekend for wow. uh, some DJ stuff. So I'll, I'll fly out very early tomorrow morning. I fly out at 6.15am. 6.15am. Seems to, to be Isa. the only flight to Mount Isa on, an, on a Saturday. That could be right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I spent last weekend in Roma. Roma. And it was three degrees that night. Three. Yes. Not sure I'll have the same problem in Mount Isa. Uh, I hope you don't because it was chilly. Mm. But it was a great weekend and Mount Isa sounds very good. Yeah, it should be all right. It should be good. Well, enjoy the weekend. Thanks, you too.